welcome to episode 12 of House of Blurred's podcast. We've got the dream team tonight. We are your hosts. This is Nicole. And Armani. Big Mike. Hey. So, um, thank you again for tuning in and joining us. Um, We've got some great topics going on tonight. So, uh, yeah. First off, how's y'all week been? It's been tiring. My week's been tiring. I haven't been doing much, but you know, going to work with you. So <laughs> hanging out at the in the trap. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, how's your week been? I also have been hanging out with you at work, <laughs> but I get paid. <laughs> All right. Nah, it's been a long week. Got my hair braided though. Yeah, yeah. Can't tell if did. I'm Mexican or Samoan in this piece, but I'm yellow and I'm here. <laughs> True. Um, look like you could, you know, be one of the Uso brothers. Come with Michael Uso. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a long. I feel like it's been a long week, but I feel like it went by very quickly, as well. Um, obviously, you know, got had a big release this week. The Red Dead. I think Red Dead helped make this week for me. Well, for us anyway, for the most part. <laughs> Uh, go by pretty quickly, so or feel like it was a, just a lot going on. It's a pretty. I feel like Red Dead was bigger for physical releases than Black Ops. Would you agree with that, Mike? Um, it was hard because for the release, we we got those people in and out pretty quickly, and mm-hmm. uh, it just seems like Black Ops might have been a little bit longer to me, just personally. But it was definitely up there. I feel like we had more, but I feel like we sold more physical copies of Red Dead than we did Black Ops. Like, I feel like, and over the past couple of days, I feel like there's just been more Red Dead going out than what went out with Black Ops. I feel like it's just been busier than Black Ops. I don't know. I could see that. I could, I could see that. So, uh, yeah. Story-based games are not dead, contrary to no. popular belief. You know what? And I think that is a very true, like, telling thing right now because starting to see people complaining about the fact that there's no story mode on Black Ops. And what are they buying? Red Dead. Yep. Part of it, too. You know, uh, Black Ops has the little missions where you get to see a little bit of uh, each, you know, each person's, like, backstory. And it looks amazing. So it's like, don't tease us for something that's awesome. You're not gonna go ahead and just give us a campaign. I haven't played much of it. I've played. I've done nothing but zombies. Hmm. Play the uh, specialist missions. You'll see. See exactly what I'm talking about. You'll be like, damn, this could be a movie. Okay. Then maybe I will try something else besides zombies. I'm about to have some time off, so <laughs> maybe I'll uh, yeah. I'll venture to check into that a little bit more. We got the uh, Fallout 76 beta that went live. I have been doing that. Uh, another example of I feel like so far, I'm starting to feel like everyone wants multiplayer online, but comma Fallout 76. All I want to do is play Fallout. Like I just want my Fallout 4. I want to be left alone so I can go do my shit and fight. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a problem with all these online games. Like trying to come out with a battle royale mode. And things like that. It's like they're trying to satisfy those customers, but they're not thinking about the people that just want to sit there and play by themselves. Your real core base, like your base audience. I feel like a Fallout. We wanted to probably we wanted to play with our friends, 
but I didn't want that. Like that's not what I wanted. Like when I when I think of I wanted to play Fallout Four with my friends, I wanted them to be helpful, not annoying. Yeah, this is definitely more of it's not really co-op. I mean, it's co-op, but it's also very multiplayer-ish in the fact that you know you can play with your friends and enjoy it, but you're gonna be surviving. You're gonna be fighting other people. You know, this isn't just a walk in the park game. Yeah, I think that I think that was probably what was really on people's minds. Like, we're gonna make it a real survival. Like, you're you're fall, you're surviving the fallout, so you're gonna really have to survive in the world. And everyone's not gonna be your friend. There's gonna be motherfuckers running around who you just want to <laughs> punch in the face. Yep. And they're gonna get on your nerves. It's like so, real life. <laughs> we're gonna put this in a game. <laughs> and <laughs> that's Fallout 76. <laughs> so, um, the Beta times not hasn't been an open beta, but the beta times we did I did post them on the uh, Instagram page, houseofblurs.com on Instagram. You can see that their Fallout 76 betas uh, schedule. It's been open for Xbox, and November first, November thirtieth. So what's today? Oh, uh, okay, twenty eighth. Not thirtieth yet. So I'm about to say uh, the game can be out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the game will come out in two weeks. Two weeks. I'm actually doing that schedule tomorrow. Just a heads up. Yeah. Um, okay, gotcha. <laughs> we're two weeks away from the full release of the game, but on the 30th is when the beta is going to open up for PlayStation users. So it's been open for, since the 27th for Xbox One players, and then starting the 30th, people who have PS4s will be able to play. Um, they've been Nicole, cool. hold on. You said you said you're making the schedule for tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, you're making the schedule. Okay. I just got yeah. a request, but we'll talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> um, just know that's not one of them schedules. That schedules that's dictated by you know people above my pay grade. Just a heads up. No. You got Fallout 76 and Battlefield coming out. Back okay. So, yeah, little some little housekeeping notes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Some housekeeping notes. Um, there's something else that week. I don't. Is Fallout a pre-order, pick it up early, play early game, or is that? Uh, I haven't heard about that for either of them. Okay, because there was a lot of highlighted blue like game release things on there. I like halfway looked at it, but whatever. We'll discuss that at a later date. <laughs> well, you know, that, I mean, it is podcast relevant for sure. You know, relevant to, you know, let people know what's coming out when. So we're two weeks out from Fallout 76 and from Battlefield 5. But, uh, the, yeah, the beta. So the beta, the 30th. No, the way they're doing this, and I get why they're doing it the way they're doing it, because they're trying to force people on at a certain time. So, like, they're doing, like, two-hour slots. Mm-hmm. The one on the 30th. It's going to be the biggest time slot so far. That's going to be four hours. It's going to be from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time. So that four-hour block is the, the biggest block that we've had so far. Yeah, and then they're going to start getting bigger from there. I'm just looking at these times now. Uh, so you'll be able to do a little bit more while you're on. So, I mean, I it, it seems okay, but, yeah, I I have... My concern is that once it goes live, it's going to be like Sea of Thieves. Like, everyone was excited for this, and we wanted it, and we wanted to be pirates so bad. And we played it for, like, a good week. And then we Yeah. Went. 
So that's my concern. That that's what's going to happen with Fallout 76. I agree with that. Yeah. With I feel like it's just gonna be a lack of playability with it. Like there's gonna have stuff for you to do, but it's not gonna feel like an authentic Fallout game. So Fallout fans aren't gonna want to play it. Like how they don't have any NPCs running around. Like there's nothing for you. Like those interactions that's like you. I don't wanna say appreciate it in Fallout, but that furthered the story and helped like add to the actual game itself aren't there anymore. So. I didn't that, know that. That didn't dawn on me until afterwards because I'm playing this game and I'm like, something's missing. Like there's there is a storyline like you're following, like they give you things you're supposed to go do, and like you gotta find the overseer's camp and you got to do X, Y, and Z when you get there to kind of push you along, but it's almost in a tutorial type of way to do it. So there is like things that are push you along and through the map. But at the same time, like you said, like, the NPC thing didn't dawn on me until the next day I was having a conversation with somebody. And they were like, yeah, there's no NPCs. And I was like, holy shit, there are no NPCs in this game. What the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> who am I going to talk to? Like, who, you know, who, like, yeah, that's. That, that is was, crazy. That is going to change some things. Uh, but there's a game without NPCs is really, I didn't even know about that until Armani just said that. It's crazy. Yeah, so that's going to be a... That'll be interesting to see how the... Like, but again, again, I feel like that's just going to make it very Sea of Thieves-ish, unfortunately. So... Well, the good thing about it, though, is that if this, you know, if, depending on how this backlash goes, the next Fallout main title will probably have some sort of co-op mode. Like, it'll probably be a mix of 4 and 76, like Fallout 5 would just be something like that. But it'll be done better, just depending on how this goes. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna force Bethesda back to the uh, the drawing board on some things, and take yeah. a real like look at how can we how can we mix that interactive interactivity, that online like play like people can play together, but it's not a hindrance at the same time. Yeah. Hey, you know that's why those people get paid, but they you know hopefully big bucks. <laughs> Because, I mean, I really wanted to do well because I love Fallout. I love the Fallout series. I think we're all Bethesda fans. So so we just want them to succeed. That's easy. So <laughs> also on, on the topic of video games, have you guys looked at some of this PS5? Um, what can you say? Gossip? Gossip. Um, I, I saw a couple things coming out about this next gen. Um mostly for it being the how how backwards compatible is it going to be at this point and i don't know i like i i'm more of an xbox user but the playstation games that have come out i feel like it's a real gamble for them not to make it as backwards compatible or for them to not have as many games backwards compatible for this next gen console that they're coming out with there's no way you can put out a PS5 and that shit don't play God of War. Like, I just spent $60 on God of War and Spider-Man. You're not going to put out a system within the next two years and tell me I can't play those games on it. So, it has They to. might. Yo, if they do that, you that'd be fucking crazy. I mean, in this day and age, you know, the remaster age, hey, you enjoyed this game here. Hey, let's put it on the PlayStation 5 HD remaster and make it a little bit better and charge you 60 bucks for it because you love it. They did do that with Skyrim. 
I know people that bought Skyrim Sometimes. at least five times. Yeah, I bought it twice. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Thousand hours on 360, at least 500 on Xbox One. I'm in there. Is Skyrim's not backwards compatible? Nope. Because of the remaster. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at least Xbox has. I mean, they're but they they're doing backwards compatibility. You got something to add? You sound like you want to add something. We have a a, a third party who's just kind of hanging out in the room. Giving motion signals, like when I asked if Skyrim was backwards compatible, you know, he shook his finger at me. So, because <laughs> um, he's a Skyrim player. Hey. But so that's yeah. I just I can't I can't see them doing that again and it flying. Like I mean, I understand Sony's got some loyal ass fans, but we are in the day of age where. They are looking at it at this point as okay. Microsoft's been doing is doing backwards compatible. Y'all need to get on the same fucking boat. There's no reason y'all can't. You're you're not doing it because you don't want to at this point. So I feel like that has to be a feature on the PS5. You know, and maybe though. Part of it too, you gotta understand. They do have their all of their you know classic PS1, PS2 games on their streaming service, which is the you know, you know another way to gouge money from from us fans. If they if they stop that, you know, then they can't they can no longer rely on people's love for old school games to buy the streaming service. So it's kind of uh we know that they can do it, but really are they gonna do it? Because they're you know I did see somewhere that Sony was applying for like patents for backwards compatibility. So I think that's something they're, yeah, they're I saw that. because I get I I I just feel like you can't have these big ass titles that have come out this year and I would venture to say that we will have a PS5 in 2020 2020 we're good 20 Christmas of 2020 we're I'm gonna say we're gonna we're, we'll probably be getting a PS5 in Christmas of 2020 at the latest it'll be out my opinion on this, I just don't feel the need for a PS5. I don't understand why. Because they have to compete with the Xbox One X. The PS4 Pro is still not as powerful as the Xbox One X. So Xbox technically still has a leg up in the game. They essentially need to make a PlayStation that beats the One X. So it's got to be faster. It's, I mean, the, the Pro plays 4K. I mean, you have 4K on it. So you've got that. But Games still play best on Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to they have to beat that. And where they're missing it is backwards compatibility. And then for all of us who went out and bought Red Dead, they, that shit was a double disc. And I also think because I also see oh that mother I'm sorry. My cat just knocked over my comic books, which probably shouldn't have been in the place they were in anyway. But he being real disrespectful right now. So, um, <laughs> if anybody wants a cat, hit me up because I'm about to be giving away one. He really just jumped on top of my comic books and like, like bolted off of them. He like point jumped off my comic, my stack of comic books. And knocked you got to get from point A to point B. You just got to. <laughs> But he failed because the comic book slipped. So mm. 
he just just knocked over some comic books. Anyway, because um, we're recording this in the living We're not recording this in the normal place that we're in. Yeah, but anyway. So, what was I just saying? Basically, Xbox is beating PlayStation out right now. There was that, but there was somewhere else I was going with that. Um, Which I really can't agree with. I mean, we're not talking... Okay, no, okay, I know now, now I remember where I was going with this. So, I think the one place that Sony also has the ability to beat out Xbox if they with the PS5, because I did see somewhere that they are working on getting a four-level Blu-ray disc. So, that's able to hold way more storage, because Red Dead was a two-disc game. So, everyone knows that Xbox, out of the box, you have to have internet. Because these discs, when you install them, most of it's coming from online. Is where that install stuff is coming from. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Sony is listening. Someone's listening. Rockstar is listening. At the very least, Rockstar is listening. To the fact that people are tired of not being able, if, if you don't have internet. I think they're respecting the fans. That some of their fans may not have internet. They might not have Wi-Fi right away. Or consistently... So I want to be able to buy my game and go home and play it, which you couldn't do with Black Ops if you didn't have internet, if you didn't have Wi-Fi. It's totally useless. It's a useless. It's a fucking coaster if you ain't got Wi-Fi. Can't do nothing with it. Red Dead, they put it on two discs, and that's what it installs off of, those two discs. There is no downloading anything from the internet. It's on the discs. You pop in disc one, installs, pop in disc two, finishes installing, and then you pop back in disc one and play. So I think Sony is looking at trying to probably patent, which if I mean if they get the patent on it somehow, they're gonna get money off of Xbox because Xbox is going to use it. So they about to try to, you know, do some kind of shit like that, I'm sure. But if they manage to do that, then now you have the leg up in all of our games you can just play. You don't necessarily need the internet to play them. I think that would be dope. I think that's necessary, quite frankly. Like that Yep. They they you know no, you can go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying I could see how that'd be a higher appeal to people. Like you, then you have those people that's like they know if they don't consistently have internet, they can just get a PlayStation instead, and they can rely on those games. Whereas most of, like you said, the Xbox stuff, you need internet. Even when playing games on Xbox Gold, if you have them downloaded and you lose internet, you can't play them. You have what, like two weeks? I think you can play them for like two weeks or 30 days without Wi-Fi. There's really? a time limit. Yeah. If, if you download a game off of um, for off the Xbox, the Game Pass, or not Game Pass, we have live the free games that you get. No, Game Pass. I take yeah, it back. It's the Game so Pass. So with Game Pass, if you have Game Pass and you download a game and you're playing it, you have 30 days to play it if your internet gets disconnected. Like if you're not on Wi-Fi, you can still play it for like up to 30 days. I bet that, and I also think it's like a 30-day if you don't pay for your Game Pass. They're giving you 30 days to like either renew that bitch and continue to play your game or before they cut you off type thing. But yeah. Micah? No, for for gold, when I uh, I bought... Forget, I had, I had a couple games that I got from uh, Games of Gold. And then mm-hmm. as soon as I was didn't have internet, they didn't let me play them. They said you have to uh, have a valid uh, internet connection and membership to play these games. And that was like immediate. I think you're right about the game pass. Yeah, and <laughs> I was about to say, Micah, you would know this if you did the level up on it, but it wasn't oh, it wasn't a it wasn't a our company level up. This was a Microsoft uh course. It was one it was in a Microsoft course that I took. <laughs> That's the only See, reason I know that because I recently took it too. Um, was that a conference? 
No, no, this was like now because I was trying to do some, trying to get another certification from Microsoft, and mm. that was on their Game Pass part of their certification. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to get in at Microsoft. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, now that was on their certification. But yeah, it's, it's Game Pass that allows you to do that. So, but yeah, I mean, we just, there needs to be, and I guess it's because since we work in an area where there are people who like this is a real thing somebody needs to start to keep these gamers in mind because these are people that are these are gamers that are playing money you know paying money for games these are still hardcore gamers and i think it's very ignorant to say shit like oh well, it's 2018 you ain't got wi-fi no nigga some people just ain't got some people don't have consistent wi-fi some people some people don't got. yeah even that like college students too because i know that our wi-fi was like faltered it was like where it go in and out so there's not even a question of just not having wi-fi but sometimes wi-fi is just not dependable sometimes there's storms mm-hmm. sometimes wi-fi just goes out Facts. completely agree so i think that's an area the playstation if they put some some time and some effort into that could also get the net leg up but i'm i'm in uh, I, I don't want to say i'm interested to see what happens because i really don't care because uh, I'm good with my PS4, <laughs> but I mean, that's the question everyone's that's on everyone's you know minds. I mean, we get that asked that several times a day. So when's that PS5 coming out? I was like, you'll probably know before I do. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah. When guests ask me that question, like every day, I get asked at least twice a day. When's the PS5? Or when is GTA 6 coming out? GTA 6 coming out. It's called Red Dead 2. <laughs> It's a period game. It's a period GTA 5. It's set in the Western times. <laughs> I'm gonna start telling people that. <laughs> <laughs> the new GTA 6 is set in the Wild West. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be like, oh, for real? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't want to talk too much Red Dead because I know you haven't had a chance to play it yet. So we'll wait until you've played it till we actually like have a true conversation about it. Yeah, because so, I yeah. definitely need to get on that. Yeah, I'll I'll hold off on that. So yeah, the uh, actually no, I think Sony actually I, I take it back because my note here said that Sony debuted the BDXL, which is the Blu-ray disc extra large, which holds 128 gigabytes of uh, data. So I think Sony's already debuted that somewhere. At some conferences, con this year. Um, so yeah, they're working on that. Uh, let's see, what else is going on in video games? Anything? Anyone got anything? No, I haven't seen any new releases. I feel like everything's just been centered on Red Dead so far. That's been the anticipation for this week. For reals. And what I've seen, it's a beautiful game. Yeah, the. the I, said, I wasn't trying to go into it anymore because Micah hasn't had a chance to play it yet. <laughs> I didn't want to start talking about graphics and stuff because visually it is amazing. Um, oh man! See, <laughs> there's there's a yeah, there's a lot to be said about Red Dead. That's a whole that's gonna be like half a podcast, but so we just won't talk about it now. Um, what else are y'all? I mean, Spider Man DLC dropped. So I, like, I just recently started Spider Man. So <laughs> everyone's moving on to Red Dead, and you're just starting Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, which is not a bad thing at all, because I need to. So the Black Cat DLC finally dropped. 
because I was wondering, like, why is it not showing? I was like, I know I had, I bought, not bought. Uh, I know I have the deluxe edition that came with the freaking DLC. So I'm like, why is it not loading or how can I find it? And then just automatically did it by itself one day. So um, I heard it's pretty good from a reliable source, a.k.a. the 12-year-old brother. <laughs> uh, so, uh, not you, the other one. <laughs> uh, oh, did you play it too? I got a head nod. So, um, had two people in this household play it so far, <laughs> and said it's pretty good. But I haven't picked back up Spider Man. I still need to finish out We Happy Few. I started We Happy Few too. So, it's a good do? day for it. <laughs> um. Michael, what else are you playing until you get Red Dead? Just came back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It cut off earlier like that, but I waited. You were still talking, so we were safe. But yeah, second time didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you playing until you uh, get Red Dead? Still on my For Honor, honestly. For Honor and Black Ops. So I heard that you're trying to go like competitive on For Honor. Is that true? I mean, not really competitive. I'm trying to if anything, competitive on Black Ops. But uh, for Honor, I'm just trying to get good, have fun. But the pros on that game are ridiculous. I was about to say, I think you're being a little modest. I heard you go, you take for Honor pretty seriously. I I heard that from a reliable source. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know uh, who my source is. <laughs> I feel like I know who that is, but it's all right. <laughs> I heard you take this extremely seriously. <laughs> Not extremely, but I, I used to. I definitely used to. But I stopped playing for a while because the game went through. You know, every online game, you know, has its phases of, you know, there's not, not a lot of people are playing it. Things are broken. With Ronner, it's a super competitive game. So there's very, like, little things that can make one character better than the other. And it got to the point to where my favorite characters were unusable. So I just stopped playing the game, you know, yada, 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 that type of stuff. It just goes and adds on back to, you know, this multiplayer age of gaming. You know how it's affecting gaming as a, you know, as a as a thing. Okay, that's yeah, I'll feel you. So, how is that Samurai Edition? The Itaman for Honor? Yeah. Oh no, it's not a Samurai. Samurai on there. Uh, it's the Wu Lin, the oh. uh, Chinese warriors. Oh okay. The, and oh, there is a difference. Uh, you, I know. <laughs> I, I. That's why I just said okay. I, you're right. <laughs> nah, it's it's dope as hell, honestly. It really is. Did you have to pay for that DLC or was it just an update? No, the um it's 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 an expansion, so it's yeah, you have to pay I paid thirty bucks for it. But all the characters came with it. In the past, like if you bought the season pass, yeah. you had um you can you un like you can get the DLC characters, but you had to pay for them. With this one you unlock it, and you get an extra game mode. Um, that's pretty much it. Extra game mode, more characters. <laughs> so, definitely, you guys should definitely play, though. Uh, well, TJ plays. Hey. He was pretty... I was, I was just asking him if he wanted that expansion. Um, and his eyes kind of perked up a little bit when you were explaining what comes with it, so... Yeah, arcade mode. Arcade mode, just like Street Fighter, just like, you know, all the fighting games. Okay. No, has anyone caught up on the walk? I know I have not caught up on the Walking Dead. I said I was gonna binge the Watch Walking Dead to catch up this weekend. Mike, I know you ain't caught up. Nope. 
If you haven't watched The Walking Dead, I haven't watched The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rick dies next week. Uh, they said November 4th is supposed to be the Rick dies episode. So that's why I was trying to at least, you know, binge watch the season before then. Um, so I can watch it. Because I hear, like, Sasha's coming back. Abraham. Spoiler alert. Mad people died, depending on what season you're on. Isn't Maggie supposed to be having a baby? Wait. Maggie had the baby already. Oh, see, look, I'm behind that. How did Abra- I thought Abraham died. He did, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think it's going to be done all in flashbacks. Oh, so, God. Yeah, doing that's Lost? No, I mean, like, because uh, Shane's, Shane's, yeah. Yeah, Shane's going to be on there. So it, it's got to be flashbacks. Like, they're just going to do a bunch of flashbacks type shit. Just Rick reminiscing on his last years in the apocalypse. Basically. It's really what it's going to be. I've seen someone said there's going to be a Rashawn baby. Do you know how crazy it would be if Rick dies and Michonne finds out she's pregnant? Boy. Light skin. Sorry. <laughs> First off, I, I kind of, I don't, I well, again, I have not watched this season, so I want to say, like, I would almost be here for it. So she's a little piece of Rick and Carl still here in this world. But, comma, I feel like Denai Guerrero is going to leave Walking Dead next, if the show even has a next season. If it has a next season, it's going to be the last season. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, at this point, Walking Dead is just, like, become the most, like, brutal, saddest show on television. Because, like, everybody, everybody from the original cast is gone. The, The people you fell in love with gone and then they're just gonna tell us yeah rick he's done he's leaving you know uh it makes it hard to get back into it you know i'm not upset about that but i did see someone had posted on social media that the place where the walking dead kind of failed an opportunity that they had was had they have focused on different people around the u.s like not just Mm -hmm. focused on this one survivor group like maybe you know couple days we were, we're talking about this group here in this part of the U.S. and you know then maybe another couple episodes about this group like if we had made it more of a bigger ensemble and spread it out across different people so we had one more people to care about and more like interwoven stories it could have yep. been like I feel like they messed up when they when they went off from the comic I feel like they should have stuck to the original material and then it'd be too predictable then everybody know what was coming exactly mm. But even then, but no, I, I can't say that because I watch anime and it's like you read the manga, you know what happens. It's still exciting to watch. It and is, not everyone's yeah. going to read the Walking Dead comics. Not everyone's read them. Yeah, but they're pretty damn gruesome. Like you couldn't have gotten away with the whole Michonne governor thing on television. I mean, but they could have, mm. but still, there's ways to do it. Not as gruesome and like just bring it down a little bit. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, then do it either, or don't like you can't half as I mean, which. Like they didn't have well, they didn't half ass uh what's his uh what's his face's death? Glenn. Glenn's death was straight out the comics. And look how much black they took over that. Because people are crying about how violent a zombie apocalypse show is. Like, first off, it's a fucking zombie apocalypse show. Why are you bitching about how violent and gruesome it is? Some points you gotta learn it. People just have to learn to understand that it adds to the art. Like, it's okay, we'll get as gruesome, but a zombie apocalypse is going to be gruesome. It's not going to be, oh, you know, I'm just going to let everybody live. No. Back to the head. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. People going to lose their shit. I feel so, like part of it, too, with The Walking Dead is, um, I get I get the survival and everything, but it. I guess I've always wanted them to do more of a, um, 
you know, try to figure out what's going on in other places. Like, I know, like, not necessarily t- seeing other people in other parts of the country, but more of, you know, how did this happen? What's the state of the, the, the biggest cities in the country and in the world? You know, that type of stuff. Just expanding on the Walking Dead universe more. The show just de- definitely didn't. After a while, you were like, I, need, I, want, I wanted to see more of The Walking Dead, not just, now we went to this settlement, zombies came over, and a bad guy showed up. And then again and again, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I hear Image has uh, something else coming up as far as a comic book that's supposed to get a Netflix run here pretty soon. Hopefully I should know what that is this week uh, because my comic book store is getting an exclusive of that first edition. for this. They're getting an exclusive cover for this Image. So... But next time, by the time we drop this episode, <laughs> hopefully we should know what it is, so we'll talk about it on the next episode. Uh, but mm. yeah, Image has some stuff coming up um, that's going to. I think they're probably like looking for some stuff that yeah they can bring. I think they know The Walking Dead is winding down as a television show. Um, it's pro. It is hard. It's hard to maintain a show for. How many seasons has The Walking Dead been on at this point? I think it's like the eighth season. Yeah, yeah, eight or nine. I feel like shows just need no no creator knows at this point anymore when to just end their show. Uh, Kirk said it does. Arrow. Like, (laughs) how many seasons are we on on the Arrow? Does he even have any more flashbacks? He can flash back to at this point. Have we not flashbacked everything? Yo, (laughs) that's the craziest part about it. Like, cause um. You know, he was gone for four years. Every year, they did uh, flashbacks, right? Uh-huh. So, in the fifth season, they flashed back to the year he came back. I'm like, I don't need to see that. <laughs> I was there for it. <laughs> and I haven't I haven't finished the last season that's on, um, well, the latest season. I haven't finished it. But apparently, they said it was good. But the season before that was just, like, it was terrible. So, what we're saying was that the last episode of The Arrow that I watched was, like, right after, I guess, Felicity's car accident. Like, the maybe a couple episodes after it started back up. Like, after he mm. was and I think she was out of the wheelchair. Or... Is that when they were fighting, uh, I almost called him Donnie Darko. What was his name? The weird magic guy. I don't fucking I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a minute, but... What was that, like two, three seasons ago? How many seasons ago was that? It might have been that might have been the season the season before last, I think. Okay. Well yeah, I ain't watched Arrow in a while. So I don't know. It's just something about CW shows. Their moral compass is just like it's weird. They say things that like would not be okay in the real world. Like it's just weird. <laughs> like what? the whole uh I think uh Dig Diggle and his uh he started sleeping with his his dead brother's wife. Like, like he would want you to. Like, no, no, what? <laughs> what happened to Nickel's wife? Uh, no. Uh, th- no, no, no. That was like in the first season. That was before he got back with his uh, you know, the um, what's her name? The lady who's the head of uh, she took Amanda Wallace's position. Wait a minute, what the hell happened to his wife? He was married to that white woman. No, he's still with her. I'm saying in the first season, before he got back with her, because, you know, when you see them together, that's that was their second time being together. That was his ex-wife at first, then they got back together. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the first season, he was trying to date 
And, you know, talking about, they were talking about how his brother died and all this stuff and, you know, how he wants to provide for his nephew. And then he's end up getting with his, uh, with his brother's wife, you know, his brother's widow. And Oliver's like, yeah, it's, you know, your brother would want you to be happy, you know, take care of the family. And I don't know. That just seems. Oh, I missed that. I don't remember that. Remember that? <laughs> no. Probably pushed it out because it was like us. <laughs> yeah. The hell does that? Rejected those memories. <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, like also, on that note, yeah, right. I, like none of my siblings to date my spouse if I die. <laughs> I'd like to yeah. just say that now. <laughs> <laughs> PSA. <laughs> this shit ain't okay. Yeah, nah. <laughs> so, I will come back and I will haunt you. Right. Give a damn what CW talking about. <laughs> Not even just CW. Um, so Netflix has this show that I started watching called like My Three Wives or something like that, and it talks about these uh i forget what they're called but they are a sect of mormons where they do practice polygamy and they have this area in utah which like it's like in the side of a mountain where they kind of like build their house in this community and i started watching the show because i was a fan of big love i'm also a person who thinks that polygamy should not be illegal let me just say that as well i don't feel like that should be an illegal thing if you want to have a conversation with me about it please feel free to at me and we can talk about <laughs> Um, but so I was watching it and one of the main guys on it, his brother died and his brother had three wives. So he said that his brother had told him like when on it, when he was dying, cause his brother died very young with cancer from cancer, that one of the things that he wanted was for him to take on his wives to take care of his wives and his children. And, of course, your brother's dying, and you're going to be like, okay, sure. But, comma, I mean, he already has two wives. And I think him and his two wives were pretty, like, on, like, they were already in a kind of an agreement that they wasn't going to take on no more wives. Like, they were just good, like, with the three of them. So, they were looking like, uh, That is too much. Damn. Yeah. Like, they, or no, let me take that back. I think it was the, the dude who had three wives. He already had three wives. And he was courting another one, and that wasn't going well anyway. Like the, the the new latest last wife wasn't really feeling it. She like just wasn't really down with it and whatever. They were having their own kind of issues, and then that just fell through, and he didn't end up taking on a fourth wife. But then his brother dies, and his brother has two wives. Is what it was, so now they're like, shit, we didn't want that heifer. We don't want these two neither. Like that was damn. It's just a lot of positioned. I'm saying. For real, it's a good show. I think it's called My Three Wives, or it's on Netflix. I would recommend it. Harem. Um, it's it's such a a good open look at how these marriages and how these you know multifamily units function from a respectful. This is how we function. Level. I think too often when you say polygamy, people automatically think of. Oh, 16 year old girls getting married to really old, creepy men. And that that's not the case. That's not the vast majority of it. And it's not just white people. There are <laughs> black people who practice polygamy, polygamy and um, what's the other term for it? There's another term out there when you have like multiple, uh, is it polyamorous? Polyamorous relationships. Yes, polyamorous. polyamorous relationships. So it's like. Polyamor. If you know polygamy, is that what it is? Well, polygamy oh, is when you're okay, married, okay. but polyamorous is, I guess, just probably not when you're married. But yeah, so it's not just white people. 
in the mountains of Utah that are doing this or, you know, are cool with it. So it's just like, let people live. That's why I just don't think it should be illegal. Um, but it's a good show. It's it's a, one of those cool shows, like interesting shows on Netflix that's currently out there. Uh, I only thought about this because I was about to segue into the fact that Luke Cage got canceled. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> For Netflix? <laughs> yeah. Because now I want to have a whole nother discussion. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Well, I mean, did you have did you have something about the whole uh, polygamous relationships that you were? About I mean, to I I agree it shouldn't be illegal. You know, people they they should do what they want to do with their lives. I couldn't do it, but I know yeah, it definitely shouldn't be illegal. It's just a weird position. Like if you if you have three wives, and your brother says I want you to have my two wives on this on his deathbed, you know, but your other three wives are like we don't want to do it. That's a difficult decision because at the same time, you know, if you're a man. You're gonna want as many wives as possible if you not not necessarily, but if you if you're already doing it, you're like shit, it's two more. Of, of course I'll do it. But you gotta keep everybody happy. That's so weird. that's that's an interesting thing because from the outside, most outside people think that men are like, hey, the more wives the better. But these men are talking about how difficult that is. Like this is a choice and they talk about, you know, why they made this choice to go down this path and what mm-hmm. that actually means for them as far as on a spiritual level. What the purpose of this is for them but they talk about how difficult it is it is difficult there's one guy on there who lives in this community but he only has one wife and he's like i'm not gonna marry i'm not taking on any more wives like i'm not doing yeah. this I, he's that, like, I can't the people who have multiple wives how do they treat their wives like is it more of like is it more like i'm he's the man he's in charge or is it like a partnership no. between everybody you know what's funny because they're like there's this one family on there that like because it was the guy who has three wives already and he was courting a a third wife or fourth wife and they were talking about because in this community everyone who lives there like they build they help build the town they garden they you know do stuff they work in construction so they're building no Um, (laughs) but like it shows them like they build they're building these houses like they have like they essentially have construction companies or they are the construction, like they do it all themselves, like they build all the stuff themselves. But he was talking about how he, when he's outside working, his wives are also out there working, like they're hands on, they do stuff. They're not these prissy women who just sit back and don't these do little, nothing. The house on the prairie looking women that we think of. Yeah, nah, not at all. <laughs> they're not that. So, and one of them made the comment is like, well, maybe at some point you'll find a domestic wife. <laughs> like that's what, like that. She, one of them has said like, that's what we need. We need you to find a, somebody domestic who will cook. Cause none of them really like to cook. <laughs> like, so, oh. Yeah. And this young all right, girl, we're all adults here. Everybody should learn how to cook. That's just, <laughs> you gotta eat, damn it. <laughs> it Cause that was the thing. They, he, like he was working and the one of them was like, oh snap, I forgot to make your lunch. And he was like, maybe at some point you'll find you a domestic wife. <laughs> It's crazy. Shots fired. So it was like, no, nah, he's just legit just gonna and he starts laughing. And he's like, nah. He was like, honestly, I prefer my wives who like to be out here with me, like hands on. Like he likes active chicks. Like they ever had were on dirt bikes and you know, right. Did he do killers and they, so it's not that whole male dominant thing and it's nah. You know, this polygamy just has a very bad, you know tone when you talk about it so it's kind of hard to think of something different yeah it's got a bad connotation but it's like i don't see the problem with it like if you want to do that yeah. then you're that's your that's your life exactly. honestly 
this is more that you know old school you know marriage in the bible and you know like hey things change let people be people just Same. be good people <laughs> they want to do it let them do it get your freak on you know <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Luke Cage got canceled. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Now, we talked about this a few episodes ago about how Disney is pulling their shit off of Netflix. So I don't really see why people are acting surprised. I'll tell you why. Why? Because we thought it was going to be, you know, Disney's pulling the services so they can have their own streaming service. No, they said this was a... a um. A conflict between the actors and the creative uh, producers of the show, and they couldn't come to an agreement of how to take the show moving forward. So it wasn't even a cancel of we're just going to move the show. It was a cancel of the writers, you know, the directors, producers, and actors could not get on the same page. It's a lot messier than we thought. It's not like uh, the Iron Fist situation. Mm. That's understandable because season two was pretty lackluster. It was. Yeah, I couldn't even get past the good like four episodes into it. I didn't know who to who to who to go against. Like at the same time, you you don't like um, I forget her. I forget the the, the councilwoman. Oh yeah, like yeah. I, I like character. Was she a good guy, a bad guy? Like what was going on? Like I didn't know how they were trying to portray her. You know, Bushmaster. You like you don't you you want to not like he's a he's a villain air quotes, but. It's hard to not understand where he's coming from. Yeah, it's like that Killmonger type uh, villain. Yeah. So it was just weird. I don't know what they were trying to do. You know. I it just seemed weird that a councilwoman would be doing all of that and wouldn't get caught, though. That's maybe, maybe that's the comic book, you know, the <laughs> anti-comic book guy in me. But, like, come on. Is she pushing drugs for years? Shit, that's crazy. Have you met the U.S. government? So. Yeah, 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 but they uh, do it as a team. Maybe just one sister out in Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, true, true that. I, yeah, I'm not totally surprised. I think when you step into the realm of things like Luke Cage and black comic book heroes, we as a community are very loyal to our comic books characters. Mm-hmm. I think for some people, it's a little harder to look. No, I don't even know. I won't even, I'm a bad track. We're loyal to our comic books. So we know what it could be. So when you give us lackluster, not so great on TV, when that's a platform, you should be able to take it further and do better. We're going to be harder on it. Like, we're not going to sit here and settle for mediocrity a la Iron Fist. You're not going to give us that mediocrity with Luke Cage. We're just not going to accept it. Especially when you have a a badass show like Daredevil, like, right there. Because Daredevil has yet to disappoint. It started off slow, but when it picks up, it picks up. And I really wanted that from Luke Cage and just never really got it. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe... Once it gets over to Marvel TV or Disney streaming service or wherever the hell it's going or whatever Disney's doing, uh, maybe they'll bring it back. Maybe we'll we'll get some some changes, some things. So and if Marvel has if they get a streaming service like that, be that might 
that might really hurt Netflix, even though Netflix has a lot of good stuff. But I know people who specifically go to Netflix for, you know, Luke Cage, the Daredevil, and the you know the four movies they they always have during the, during the month. So that'd mm-hmm. be crazy. I mean, there's no doubt Disney's pulling all their content. Yeah. So we know that's we, we know that's going to happen. But on the Disney uh, note as well, so Johnny Depp got fired from Parts of the Caribbean. They're going to reboot the series, and he ain't playing Jack Sparrow. I think it's about time. Like, yep. after all the, all the repercussion that everybody else has gotten from, like, people, their personal lives, like, coming out, coming into light, and the punishments they've been receiving, I think it's about time that Johnny Depp got his. And I, I've been waiting on it, so... I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I'm not terribly upset. I'm just mad that it keeps trickling into my Harry Potter shit. Like, I get not again problematic and stuff like that. But Jesus, just let Fantastic Beasts be great. Like this, <laughs> I hate. Like there was. First, I mean, I feel like even weeks ago, people were still saying, "Hey, it's not too late to reshoot some shit and just put somebody else in that." I'm like, we probably are a little far for that, but I mean, I get it. So I think Warner Brothers. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be in anymore. If there is another Fantastic Beast, he ain't gonna be in no more. But the fact that they cast him as such a prominent person in that story, I don't think there was very much going back. Like they probably passed the point of no return anyway. But do we even want a Captain Jack Sparrow that's not Johnny Depp? No. I didn't. I didn't care that much for Captain Jack Sparrow. Like I get like he was the Pirates of the Caribbean thing, but if they recasted Jack Sparrow, I wouldn't be mad. Really? Hmm. It's kind of shocking because for me, like, even though I get, you know, I, I think it was time for Johnny Depp to, you know, to get away from Jack Sparrow, and I love this Jack Sparrow. I don't think they should recast because I mean, it's, he's got that, he's got that, that Robert Downey Jr., you know, Hugh Jackman thing going for him with 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 that character. It's like it's hard to see anybody else really playing that character, at least as charming and as well. But I would, I would, I'm curious, who would you cast? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't know who we, I, I either we just dump the character of Jack Sparrow and we just go another route with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Which is what I would do. I would rather them do that. I'd rather them follow like the graphic novels in the books, like a younger Jack Sparrow. Those are their graphic novels? Yes. I read them. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. Damn, I missed them. It's like uh, the it's like the the young Jack Sparrow from um the last movie. You know, I didn't get a chance to uh, watch it, but in the trailer I saw him. He was young. That's the Jack Sparrow from the graphic novels. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, we will see what happens. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three is officially on hold. Do we care? Are we upset? Uh, no. No. <laughs> the way the MCU is right now, we got bigger fish to fry. Like, uh. But this saw it coming to me. Half of them are dust, so <laughs> <laughs> they have to stay in dust. Like we just not going to do a. But they do. They do. When it's time, they need. They need to go ahead and get that together, though, because I do need my Guardian three. Yeah, it's like it's upsetting, but it's not upsetting me right now. Like we're yeah. not going into panic mode <laughs> about it because it's like we got Captain Marvel, Avengers four. Like, I'm, I'm not tripping over Guardians right now. So the bigger question on the table really is, does anyone give a shit about another Avatar? Who's who's waiting on Avatar? I'm waiting on Avatar. I'm waiting on Wait, Avatar. Avatar, the blue Air people. Or the blue no. people? 
Avatar the Blue fucking alien people. Oh, no. I didn't care about that. You really waiting on another Avatar? I thought it was a beautiful movie. I thought... I I felt like it was... <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, it was really a beautiful well movie. I'm just not, like, caping for it and, like, waiting for another one. Like, and as much as I love Zoe Saldana, okay? I got a list of girl crushes. She's one of them. Like, so... I love Zoe Saldana. I will support anything that she is in. I will see it. But I'm not out here just, like, waiting on another Avatar. Like, I would prefer her just to be Gamora. Like, I just want Gamora to come <laughs> back. I don't care about that little blue alien thing. <laughs> big at blue aliens. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're big enough. True. But I got a, I, it was a beautiful movie, but that movie had people going crazy because... First of all, there were too many horny people. That was that was it was a lot of weird porn going around. <laughs> when that movie came out. I don't want to know what you were watching. I'm just no. Nah, it's hard to avoid when you're on Facebook and you got horny people on Facebook. And then at the same time, you had these weird people saying, "I want to, I want to go there," and they start killing themselves. Like what? What? What made this movie? What, what about this movie made people start acting acting asses? Like that's ridiculous. I missed that wave too. So. <laughs> you don't remember that? It was like some like five people killed themselves that year. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Like, I did. Was, I did see the weird, the weird cartoons and the weird fan fiction. They so. were probably taking LSD yeah. or something. Shit, right? They had to be on drugs. But honestly, as a as a as a CGI director, like if if people are saying my film looks so good, I want to die and go there. Do you feel bad? Do you feel good? I feel proud about what I just accomplished, <laughs> but I don't feel good about the actions that were taken, but I feel like I did my job. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not waiting on the I don't care about another avatar. I'm 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 not out here in these streets waiting for another avatar, that's for damn sure. I want one, but yeah. I can wait. So Okay, we lost Gamora. We lost Groot. I need Groot back. They can keep yeah, everybody. I need King Groot. Yeah, I just, I just want Groot back. They can keep all the rest of the Guardians. I don't give a shit. And, I mean, I feel like, based on my feelings about what happened in of Infinity War, Gamora should, for all intents and purposes, as much as I hate to say it, she should be dead dead. Because I feel like anybody who died should stay dead. Mm-hmm. As much as I want those people to come back, they should stay dead. That includes your boy Loki. That includes Loki. As sad as that was for me, that does include Loki. <laughs> Watching him die the third time. <laughs> Although Loki's supposed to be getting a, a series on on the, the Disney service, so the question is: Is this going to be like what the fuck is that going to be? Is this going to be just something else? Or are we going to see like a pre... This like... A, a prequel Loki story? Alright. At this point, Marvel might be too too damn good for their own for their own good, you know? Now they can just do whatever the hell they want to do and, and it all seems like a good idea until it happens. True. I mean, I'm okay with watching Tom Hiddleston do like just about anything. If he's, yeah. you know, on that long black wig. <laughs> like... I'll watch it. <laughs> so. But think about it. They said they're also making a Scarlet Witch uh, show, too. How can you have... It's kind of weird to have a Scarlet Witch without any mutants, and it's not going to directly tie into, you know, the the present MCU. It's going to be weird. 
that's why I feel like that's going to be a House of M series. I feel like that's what they're yeah, going to do. They make it happen. So, I mean, these, yeah, these Disney series or these Marvel series that Disney talking about putting on their streaming service could just have nothing to do whatsoever with the MCU. Oh, I just had an idea. Imagine that with this new streaming service, they have an X-Men, you know, TV show that is similar to the 90s uh, animated series. That's where I was going with this. I'm just going to say <laughs> that if Disney has their streaming services, I would be down to see an adult, like, an adult cartoon Luke Cage. Along hmm. the line, like, the Justice League that comes on uh, Adult Swim. Hmm. I can see that. Okay. I think you, especially when you do animation, you have a lot more leeway a lot more liberties you can take and things you can do when it's animated that you just can't do in real life so i could see that but at the same time i prefer your live action series like i prefer like daredevil's amazing and i like jessica jones and i want to see was that not canceled yet your jessica jones is good I'm pretty sure it's just not. I don't think. Did they even announce the season three of Jessica Jones? I haven't heard any Jessica Jones news. Yeah, they're, they there's yeah. probably nothing to cancel because they just didn't plan on making a season three. Or at this point, I'm pretty sure nothing else is getting. They're not making any more seasons of any of that shit on Netflix. Damn, this has been a mess, man. Um, so, but Jessica Jones was good. Like that shit was consistently good. I don't know that whole. Um, I forget her villain's name. There were several chances she had an opportunity to do something about it. I don't know. I guess the the aggressor in me was like, just do it. I said that a bunch of times watching the first season. Like, just, he's there. Just, just kill him. Just oh, take first him off, out. They, they was not taking out David Tennant that fast. Like, you had to let David Tennant marinate. Like, we wanted to just watch David Tennant on screen, and I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He didn't even die. What, how did he, what happened to him at the end of season one? Did he die? She, she like, cracked his neck, and apparently he came back somehow. I didn't watch season two. Um, I don't think I. I was a piece of shit. I mean, trash. Excuse me. <laughs> as much as I curse on here. <laughs> yeah, that guy was a piece of shit. <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> but I love David Tennant, so. But I guess. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm really thinking about an X Men live action show. That would be awesome. I'd be down for that. If it was produced right. I like the gifted. The gifted is good. I still need to watch that. Still need to watch that. I think with the uh, Disney dollars behind it, it could be great. So I think they could, you know, put some of that magic dust on it. See, here's mm-hmm. my concern, though, with the Disney streaming service. We don't know how much Netflix or what Netflix is really making as far as profits. And I think that's the reason why also they're, like, they're putting out shows or, these, you know, series, letting them run. And then, they're you know, they just go away and they're not renewing them, not doing any more. And we're going to take it as they just weren't profitable. Like, they weren't getting the views and whatever metrics, you know, Netflix is playing with. And I'm sure Netflix is taking some L's as far as in the money department. They have to. Yeah. Because that's the weird thing about streaming services is, like, you don't have ad revenue. You have subscriptions, but subscriptions are not always reliable. Sometimes people don't renew their membership. Sometimes people just completely quit. Sometimes people you know, get a membership to watch something specific, then get rid of it. I guess that's what they were trying to do with the, you know, Dave Chappelle stand-ups. 
Like, hey, we got Dave Chappelle, come buy a subscription and see his new shows. Now, you got to hit the fallback for that. It's weird. Like, what if they get $50 million in the first place to pay one person? Yeah, that's, you know, I'm just about to do some math, like some weird, just rough ass <laughs> math as far as like subscription numbers and dollars. But um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's my thing. And it's like, is Disney really willing to lose some money? Like how much is they really willing to lose? Because are they going to, you know, pull all their stuff, put it on the streaming service. And then in like two years, the streaming service disappears because, oh, we're just not making enough money to support this. So we're just going to stop. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be Toys R Us. Or, I don't know, some somewhere else. But that's the longevity of it. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that's They got like, Will Smith. Think about that. On Netflix or Disney? On No, like on on, a, uh, on, on Bright, Netflix. Oh. They got a big A-list actor. They got a lot oh. of A-list actors doing original content for Netflix. And that's, 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 the, that's the weird part, though. It's just like... You know what? That's why that's why Disney's pulling all their shit from Netflix. Netflix stole Shonda Rhimes from ABC. They told they totally shut down for the most part uh ABC's Thursday nights. Like they killed their most watched night on television. So And ABC, they streamed some ABC shows. Those are probably gonna yeah. get off too. Uh, that's yeah. Cause I mean they, they stream them, but they stream them the, after the season airs. So they just probably won't get any yeah. seasons. But then you got people like me, like I only watch Flash and Arrow when it's on Netflix. So you can binge it. Yep. Binge culture is a thing. Hashtag binge culture. <laughs> you know, but is it a good thing? To to anime fans, it is. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, anime shows put out with like a hundred episodes a season. How many? Sometimes they are- put out twelve. Yeah, it some- really is. Yeah. The Netflix ones have mostly been like twelve, thirteen episodes. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about it is like when they just put them out like that, like it just it, people who do binge, it it, it just feeds into that. Hmm. Which actually makes me okay. So there was you know I was kind of I was having this conversation about just how we're consuming media, like as far as Netflix, YouTube, and it was more so about YouTube because I'm starting to feel old when I talk to people about YouTube, <laughs> but because mm-hmm. we were having this conversation and we were because we were talking about podcasts. And I was saying, I don't, I listen to my podcast because I, uh, I commute, so I'm in the car, and that's what I'm usually getting most of my podcast in. So, although the, the shows I listen to have YouTube channels or YouTube avenues to watch them, I don't do any of that. But there are people who strictly watch the YouTube versions of those shows. Yep, I can speak on that, The Breakfast Club. So, okay, so here's, here's my thing. Paint a picture for me. So you, what are you watching YouTube on your phone or a computer? Uh, phone. phone. So you're just like posted up on the couch, watching YouTube for hours on your phone. Yes, I did that today. <laughs> uh, no shame. I I did it for a while too. Oh my god. I sat there and I watched Red Dead uh playthroughs. <laughs> I just cannot, I can't fathom that. Like, I I spent at least seven hours, because each one was, like, seven. It was, like, an hour each. So, I spent at least a good seven hours on YouTube today. 
and that's the crazy thing. Like you have people like you love their reactions and stuff. So you gotta see different people play the same shit. And I know exactly what you're talking about. So I guess because I and I'm to the point I like when I'm watching Netflix, which I'm I have to do better about this, just with shows and period in general, like I'm watching a show, but I'm doing something on my phone. Like I'm playing some stupid brick brick game or I'm scrolling through Twitter. Or I'm just, but I'm, I find myself, like, I'm doing other stuff while I'm watching Netflix. So I couldn't imagine my Damn. show, like, being on my phone. Because what else is, like... That's a, uh, oh, uh, I'm going to just say it. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say it. <laughs> what you going to say? It's an age thing. <laughs> Everybody I know who is, like, in their early 30s cannot, like, like they'll, they'll be watching something, but they got to be... You know, also doing something else at the same time. Like, just you, you're not even watching it. Like, I, mean, I can hear it though. No, like, I yeah. want to see it. I am notorious for that. And I'm to the point where I, I'm conscious of it now. So, and because we're doing, you know, that there will be spoilers episodes, I'm forcing myself to, when I'm watching those shows, not be doing because I've noticed I'm missing stuff. Because for me, like, my favorite movies are movies that are very like dialogue heavy i'm a i'm a huge tarantino fan but a lot of movies like watching watching the haunting of hill house there were there were episodes and scenes where there was not dialogue but if you weren't watching you were missing stuff so you had to be you had to pay attention to it yeah and i like fuck i need to put this i need to stop what i'm doing i need to just be 100% 100% dialed into this, like watching this. And sometimes that's a struggle. You know, and a, a lot of times it's like the quality shows. Like the quality shows you have to sit there and like watch. Like, did you do that with Sons of Anarchy? No, nah, Sons of Anarchy. Watch yeah. it? I was 100%. We had watch parties for Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, no, see, like. We were tuned in, like, committed, committed. Like Arrow, <laughs> like Arrow and Flash. Yeah, you turn it on, listen. Work around. You're seeing, you know, they're not doing anything that you need to just focus on. Game of Thrones, sit there, you're invested. HBO shows, for sure, you have to, like, you can't be doing something else. You can miss a whole lot in a, in a quick instance. Yeah, so that's, I guess, is what's why I can't. The, the concept of just watching stuff on YouTube just seems so foreign to me. Like Now, but podcasts are different, though, because podcasts are... Podcasts are meant to be like the way that you watch them. You mean listen to them? Or listen to them, yeah. <laughs> Only reason I do that with the Breakfast Club is I like to see, I like to see, like you know, uh, physically how they respond to different questions. Because Charlemagne always asks tough questions. I like to see the bite language when he asks somebody something that they really don't want to talk about. But even like, I mean, but everyone, I feel like there's so many podcasts because I've been asked that question, like, when are y'all going to do video? And today I was asked, you know, do you got do you issue YouTube channel up? I was like, for what? <laughs> what? Why do I do a YouTube channel? <laughs> um, but, then, you know, some people do want to see it. You know, that that was that was a suggestion. Like I was told that we should do a reaction. We should do. There will be spoilers. Should be done with video in some way so that we can like get our reactions. And I was like, not in my household because I'm doing other shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna watch me cook dinner while I'm watching this shit. Like that just doesn't like I'm. I'm such I'm multitasking so much like while I'm watching my shows for the most part. I just yeah, I just find it interesting. 
shout out to the people, shout out to YouTubers who are fucking just balling. Because that was the other thing that was brought up, because I guess there are YouTubers who solely have videos where they're opening up, or they buy, like, the airdrops from Black Ops, and they open them. That's the thing. Yeah. Antoine is one of them. And that's who I was having this discussion with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Antoine. You know. Yeah, there there are people who do specifically unboxings, straight reactions, and as long as the people like to see, you know, your reactions and like to relate to things that you do and say, you can make revenue off of it. <laughs> I don't know why this seems like such a foreign concept to me. But... It is. It is some. It's not something that's ever been done before. I I, I can definitely agree with that though. Um, it's a new wave of entertainment. It's weird. So um, we might as well just you know give a shout out to uh. Antoine's uh, is YouTube. You can find him on YouTube at Antoine Stark is what it's under. A-N-T-W-O-N Stark. He does have some really good shit on there. I've told him we need to get him on the podcast um, so we can talk about this whole YouTube phenomenon. And yeah, tech guy for real right there. Um, yeah, that's just oh, crazy. Honestly, though, YouTube is the wave. You want to move House of Blurs to not move it, but add it on to YouTube, it, it wouldn't be a problem at all. It wouldn't be, wouldn't give us any issues. More exposure. True that. That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, really feel old in that way. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, what else? What else we got on the docket? Let's talk. Oh, um, okay. So, The Simpsons producers have confirmed that a poo is being written off. So, have y'all been tracking? Like, a lot of the stuff that's going, been going on over the last few years with the Apu character on The Simpsons. I mean, I've seen it, but I was never too interested in The Simpsons Y'all to probably too with. fucking young to even give a shit about The Simpsons. No, well, I you used keep- to love The Simpsons. Okay. So, have you been, I mean, have you been then keeping abreast of the Apu situation over the last couple of years? I have not. I stopped watching it two years ago. Well, it's, it's... Have they toned them down or something? And then, now they just get, I know they're, they're getting rid of them, but what's well, going on in recent years? It is because um, Indians, uh, people of Indian nationality. Oh yeah, they got the ban off, and now they probably not, saw that. You know, are not really. It's getting. They're getting more vocal. I think they've probably always been vocal, but I guess just now in the time of Twitter and true social media, we're we're really seeing how vocal they have been about the fact that they don't like the fucking way a poo is represented like there Mm. are more indians do more than run gas stations and talk like that and the fact that a poo has been voiced by a white person not even an indian person kind of further adds insult to injury and i've heard different people in that community of relevance speak on it from different aspects like, I've, I've heard one comedian actor talk about how... Because there was a documentary done. And I forget the guy who was involved in that documentary. It, it was not Aziz, though. No, it wasn't Aziz. But, I know who you're talking about, though. I, I feel like I watched that documentary. Yeah, because we were, we were listening to something and he was on it. He was talking about it. But they, they did a doc, he did a documentary where they're talking about just kind of how offensive this character is and things like that. Um, but there is also... If, any, if either of you are familiar with the Kosh thing who was on Brilliant Idiots podcast a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Or he's on there more so when they do the flagrant two stuff. But he's on there. And, like, he had posted on Twitter. Um, 
his comments about it, this is what he tweeted. He said, this is seriously gross. Our family in India climbing out from the third world to build a superpower. And here we are, can't deal with a cartoon character. It's embarrassing. So basically, his, how if I'm understanding this right, he thinks it's stupid that they're canceling it because, like, we really this upset about a cartoon character? There's... A cartoon character on, like, a satire cartoon as well. So that's the thing. And I think... Like, I don't see them yeah. canceling a chef anytime soon on South Park. I mean, chef be doing some outrageous things. So that's the thing. Like, how much leeway... We know this show is a satire. We know it's it's a comedy. Yeah. You know, not to be taken seriously. But at the same time, if this is the... I guess the thing is... This is the trend. This is how Indians have been portrayed in the media like what yep, other images sick of it. have yeah that and that's really what it comes down to it's like this is the only images we're seeing we're given of our people in media and this is why representation matters we really don't see other Indi- any other representation of indian culture outside of that kind of <laughs> joke what terrorist jokes well okay negative there's no positive there's no positive Exactly. Exactly. So should a poo be canceled? Should a poo be written off? I don't feel like he should be written off. Because I feel like at that point, that's starting a whole movement of, okay, so we're going to get rid of a poo. Are we also going to start regulating the characters they have on Family Guy? Like, if you just, if you think of the jokes that have been told on other shows of the same nature, like, at what point does it stop? You know, it's it's tricky though. You know, because like when it comes down to how cultures are represented, it's the same. You know, black folks, we don't. You know, we say nigger. Other cultures, we don't like when you say nigger because that's our culture. You know, so as much as we might want to say, you know, we probably shouldn't cancel a poo. Is you know, if, if it's not being because like you said, chef. You know, Chef was being voiced by, a, you know, a prominent, you know, it was voiced by Isaac Hayes. That's a very, you know, a black man we all look up to. Pooh's voiced by a white guy doing, you know, basically the equivalent of Indian face, but on a TV show. It's weird. You know, I'm not the one type of person like, ah, oh, you know, I think people are already too sensitive. But for stuff like this, uh, I don't know. I love, I love The Simpsons. But, I mean, I mean, you're right, though, because, like, you know, when is enough enough? But I feel like for black people, we have we have more we have bad representation. We always will. But we also do have more good representation than Indians. When you think of Indians, I've, I, I've heard terrible things that people think about Indians on the top of their head, not like black people. So I feel like Apu would be more of a welcome character if there was more positive Indian imagery. I can't really think of too much that's like can't think of too much outside of Camilla Khan I don't know I personally can't think of anything outside of Camilla Khan I mean she's not even Indian she's Pakistani so Mm -hmm. and that's another thing (laughs) yeah so yeah that's happening though so so yeah who's being written out the show and that does suck though but I, I, I get it I get it I was never a fan of the Simpsons even like back in the day like I was never a Simpsons watcher just wasn't my steez, but 
Simpsons, they're crazy. They're, and it's still not as crazy as South Park or Family Guy. But, you know, South Park, they just don't give a damn. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, they had God, like, as a, like a platypus donkey. <laughs> and I was a kid, I was like, damn, that's messed up. You know, they don't give a damn. So, but, but Simpsons, I guess, are a little bit more, what you say, mainstream? I don't know. Simpsons are a little bit more, I guess they're bigger than, than South Park. So, they have to tone it down a little bit. As far as like a worldview. So I had a customer, a Caucasian customer come into the store and he was trading in, I think, Stick of Truth. And somebody recommended this game to him. I don't know who did. But he oh, was, God. Please yeah. tell me you're not. Hold uh, on. Did you get mad about that? <laughs> yes. He was what like, dick, I don't know who. He was like, y'all shouldn't recommend this game to nobody. He was like, straight up off the back, the character creation. He was like, it said something. He said something. And I was doing something else because I was not the person assisting him. But he was like, it tells you that the race of your character has no impact on your life. And I was just like, like, your life in the game? Because I'm overhearing this. And now I'm like, being kind of mean. I was like, your life in the game? He's like, no, your real life. And I was taken aback by how offended this white man was by that. <laughs> like, he was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> no, no, what it is. <laughs> no, you remember we talked about this like in a in like one of our first podcasts with South Park. <laughs> it was uh the darker it got, <laughs> they said that was the difficulty of the game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I have a problem. What? Okay. Yes. So like when you pick your character, it goes from like white to black and it says the darker you get the, the game was more difficult, then Cartman's in the background, like, don't worry, this won't affect the game in any type of way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he he was he was like this game is like you should be recommendation to nobody. <laughs> I was like I was like, well it's South Park. Like what did you think? Like I'm not I mean, to me, like he he was too damn old to me to be playing South Park anyway. I'm like, you are a grown grown yeah. man. Like why well, you understood what you were in for. <laughs> but you know say he traded that in for Red Dead, but <laughs> and that and some <laughs> other stuff. And got Red Dead. But right. his whole conversation, like if we're gonna be racist, it's gonna be historically accurate, goddammit. <laughs> I don't it just I was I was proud because I'm just like he's an ally. He's clearly an ally. But it's, I mean worries. I no, he was like upset. He was he's just not feeling like I'm like, oh well, you probably shouldn't play mafia. That's what I'm thinking in the back of my head. Like yeah. don't nobody like tell him to play mafia. Mafia had me about to <laughs> Well, so, yeah, go get a tan on top of my tan. Like, brother, don't talk to me today. So yeah, I don't know if you were the one who were, you know suggested that game or how. Who I don't know who put that in his hands. Like, I he just not would not strike me as a person to give a South Park game to. Period. He bought it from us. Yes, I think. Nah, so. yeah, I, I I didn't recommend that. You know what? I, let me not say that because I'm not even 100% sure he bought it from us. Because I don't feel like any <laughs> of us would have sold him that. But I'm about to say, who the hell sold the the, the old guy the damn South Park? <laughs> and I say old guy, I mean he's probably like around my age, or he's probably a little bit older than me. But he's he's probably in his forties. He's in his forties easily. But yeah, that shit was hilarious. Who sold the old guy? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is like his last episode. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, so 
let's see what else there was one other thing okay although you have not played red dead so i don't even know if we can even really have this conversation in full tonight but actually hold on before i get this do we have anything else we wanted oh no yeah i do have some we do have something else so can we now start having the game of the year conversation for real now that red dead's out yeah i feel like it who's getting game of the year my vote is still for God of War. Well, you ain't but play I will, Red. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't play Red Dead, but I'll also add Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey on there because I have yet to hear any bad things about this game, and I just I knew it was gonna fail. I was so I, wrong. How people bringing that back the next day? Well, were they bringing it back, or were they stealing it from Walmart and selling it to you? No, <laughs> no, no. It was somebody I sold it to, brought it back the next day. <laughs> Okay, he just sounds like a guy who doesn't know how to make a, a decision. Why don't you buy <laughs> something and bring it back the next day? <laughs> it's a decision-based game. <laughs> Can't make Christ. it yeah. the game or real. <laughs> <laughs> Do not play a Bethesda game. You're going to... Whoa. <laughs> the creation. You know, I should put that on my... Um my like dating profile online like can do you play bethesda games like what game oh that's that's a realistic like like dating question what what game what video games do you play that's an, that says a lot about a person if you play gt5 gta5 i can't date you there you go there you go because <laughs> <laughs> i bet nas don't even play video games well that's okay because i'm nas yeah, you know, you know, Nod and um, oh god, I can't even think of his name right now. You know, how I always go blank every time I like want to talk about a person. Uh, oh gosh, because when we talk about the number four, oh big crit, big crit, big crit yeah. So yeah, big crit and Nod, you know, are the exceptions to a lot of my rules. So ah yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, my <laughs> <laughs> fucking dating life or lack thereof. Um, <laughs> game of the year. I feel like I can't fairly give out a vote because all of my games that I've seen, I haven't really played anything too heavy this year. Okay, it's more or less been watching people play games. But I would say, based off the hype, I'd go with God of War too. Mm. Is the boss fights? I'm I'm gonna say Red Dead, and I've only played it for twenty minutes. Okay, hold on. And I was giving it to Spider Man two weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Spider. So, you, you, you jumping yeah. off the Spider-Man train that fast? Unfortunately, like I think it's gonna be a very tight race. Um, I know we have video game awards that we vote on. Um, I feel like Red Dead may take Game of the Year because <sighs> there it seems like there's going to be more to it. God of War was a lot of people said God of War was a fast play. Like they played it, they, it was a quick play. Granted, yeah, people, you know, depending how you play it. That, um, I mean, and your God of War fans were, I guess, because we got more God of War games at a quicker turnaround than we've gotten a Red Dead. So, like, God of War fans were like, okay, you know, they've had they've had more, they've been given more over the years in God of War's titles. So, like, they were still they were excited and stuff like. I mean, Red obviously Red Dead fans were excited. It's it had the greater anticipation behind it. Yeah. Red Dead had more. I don't know. You don't think Red Dead had more, like? Well, because Red Dead Redemption Two is a prequel to the first one. God of War Four was a complete 
you know, it was a it was a sequel to a, a whole trilogy. So it's kind of weird to anticipate. It, it, you know, it, it's it's hard to look forward to something that doesn't continue what you already know. Got a war. Got a war. Continue something that you didn't know. It started a new story. True. Sure. I want to see something real quick. The visuals on both of these games is fucking crazy. Like I don't know like just after the 20 minutes of playing red dead i was sitting there thinking to myself i'm never gonna be able to play fallout 3 again i might as well like put oblivion in a case and hang on a wall that ain't getting played no more oh hold on i'm sorry that's gotta you said something that might not have been correct nicole what so god of war 3 came out before red dead redemption 2 i mean red dead redemption the first one so there's been a longer huh Okay, so it's been a longer time yeah. period between God of Wars and between Red Deads. Really, it's been it's a couple months. So really, they're really about the same time. But you had God of War three remastered on the PS4. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's I guess. a new title, but you've gotten to play it on the you've gotten to play it on a modern gen, on like a first gen console. So. That's fair. Well, if you that was advocate, it was on PlayStation Now. Red Dead Redemption, uh, Red Dead Redemption was. Okay. Oh. Okay, so a tricky that might argument. not be a contributing factor then to the you know to the scoring of that. So that might not that might not be a factor then. Then sure, but this is gonna be a good year for that though. Man, so I was looking at gameplay on um, damn it. There's a samurai game that was, and it's not uh, Sakaro Shadows Die Twice. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Oh my God. I'm such a nerd. So, <laughs> I was watching gameplay on that today, like, and it was from the E3 stuff, because I'm like, I don't know how I missed this. Who, who was, who was this, like, it, ha- it had to be PlayStation, because evidently it's a Sony title. It's yeah. a PlayStation exclusive. That shit, that gameplay it's looked so brutal. good. Oh, my God. Just brutal with R. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a fight scene. I wasn't even looking at the fighting. I was looking at the damn leaves falling off the trees. I was like, yeah. How is this a video game? This shit looks so fucking real. Like, you watched the entire playthrough, right? Um, well, I mean, I had to work too, so <laughs> Man. I had to actually get shit done. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, one, I don't know how I missed this in the E3 stuff. I mean, actually, I do probably not miss. I don't. Remember, I don't recall any of Sony shit to be real. Other than I was waiting to hear. Omnimushi Warlords and wasn't given it because Sakaro Shadow Side Twice was announced, but um, yeah, so yeah, watching that playthrough today though was just like holy shit! Like I'm, I want to play this game. I will play a hack and slash game if it looks like that, like if it plays like that. So it's it's like one of the, it's like a grounded hack and slash because you know it, it's not like your Devil May Cries or your Bayonetta's, but it is. I don't know. It's like the evolution of Hack and Slash, which is going to be an awesome last game. If that is the evolution of Hack and Slash, I'm in for it. I am down. I'm here for it. When you get a chance, when you get a chance, watch the entire gameplay, because the final shot, if you were tripping off the leaves and stuff, that final shot is going to have you like, damn, this game is going to be not only an amazing game, but it's going to be very artistic. Like, it's going to be a game that might leave impact in the art of of video games, which we haven't had in a long time. I will check that. What was it called one more time? Ghost of Tsushima. I okay. think it was Tsushima, Tsushima, something like that. Okay, so then I advocate everyone go check this game out. 
Um, if you have not, definitely check out the gameplay on it. It's going to be oh my god, fucking fantastic. Could reaction be, channel, reaction channel. Could the <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, could this be a PS5 exclusive? Is that mm. a console buyer? Like, is that a is that a console buyer? If it drops with the PS5, it, it damn sure is. Because there's a cult following for that game. Because, like, it's like, um, I know a lot of Warriors, like Dynasty Warriors and the Rochi Warriors or whatever, they're looking forward to this game. Devil May Cry fans. It's it's crazy the amount of people that play different types of games that are, you know, hack and slash, that are, are like, really following this game. I mean, I'm a Devil May Cry fan, so. Yeah, see? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, what did I have last? Oh, okay. So, in closing, so Kevin Feige announced that I don't remember my take it back. I don't think it was Kevin Feige who announced shit. Somebody said that we will get an Avengers 4 trailer by the end of the year. I can die happy. <laughs> that's, that's all. Just a trailer. Like, oh. Have you seen like the pictures that have been leaked and stuff like that? Mm. I have been. I haven't seen these that. leaks yet. So they got Pepper in the rescue armor suit. Yeah. I saw that one. But that's because he posted it. Fucking yeah. Pound girl. I like how they say leaked. No, Disney don't. Shit don't get leaked. Yeah. By, no. People want to keep their jobs. Her and All Tom them. been hanging out too damn much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, can't let that kid around anything. So, uh, yeah, what do we want to see in a trailer? Like, what do we want? To I see? just want a title. Okay. That's all I really care for. Because that, that, man... You get a title, you get you get a good season for trying to figure out what the hell is going to happen. Could they drop a whole ass trailer with no title? If A4. Do- <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if it was me doing it, I would. I would drop a trailer with no fucking title. Just yeah, I know at the end of the movie, movie, drop the title. <laughs> yeah. I would drop a trailer with no title. If if, if, if they do drop a trailer, I, I, I definitely want to see what state the world is in. Because as soon as the third one ended, they didn't show shit. It was like, bam, like, I just guess guess what the hell is going on. If they show me some X Men Days of Future Past type shit, I will lose my freaking mind. Granted, I know it's probably not gonna happen because Tom Holland likes to show pictures of his movies, and they're all coffee shops and shit are good. Hmm. So you never know. Well, I shit at this point we've gotten more out of Spider Man Far From Home than we've gotten from Avengers Four. <laughs> we definitely have. So I mean, obviously. Spoiler, Spider-Man comes back. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's clear. We got him in a whole suit and a seen, Yeah, haven't seen anything from uh from Avengers 4 as actually I think about it. Yeah. Well, we have Tom Holland's new suit and we have photos of him, set photos, movie stills from him in a coffee shop like scenes in New York. So, like, okay. They might pull some, you know, everything, you know. I feel like it's going to be, this next movie is going to be something apocalyptic. And then there's a big battle, maybe. And then everything goes back to normal afterwards. Which, I mean, as much as we can plan, like, we know everything is going to be fine. It doesn't take away from the excitement of this movie. Uh, But is it, though? Like, because now that I'm sitting here thinking about this. And I'm thinking of all the Spider-Man shit that's been put out there. I don't know how excited I am. Like, I'm excited, obviously. But I'm just like, I don't know if Spider-Man's back. I mean, the, <laughs> the part that made me cry the most in the movie was him disappearing. But it's like, yeah. I mean, he's good. 
But you know, they planned that though, because I feel like the timing was right because they said they had different ways that they were going to end Avengers three, and the next thing you know, oh crap, we get the deal to get X Men and Fantastic Four back. Let's go with this ending where we can make a shift in the universe, which is why I'm excited for it because at the end of this movie. We're gonna be in uh, phase four, right? Like shit's gonna change. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought Avengers four was the start of phase four. Yeah, I think that's the end of phase three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Did I say it wrong? No, no. We got you. We tracking now. (sighs) Well, we shall see. And on that note, that's a that's a that's a whole ass show. (laughs) All right. So long ass podcast. Good conversation though. <laughs> Tonight was a good night. So, uh, if you've made it to this point, you've survived the Hunger Games. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> congratulations, you've made it. As so have we. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us this long. We greatly appreciate it. Um, hit the like button, subscribe, drop a comment, tell a friend, please. <laughs> asking nicely um, definitely I mean word of mouth is how we've been getting out and around and we appreciate it those listeners like you know I've gotten some feedback from some people who said that they've listened to the show although I don't think I've seen any of y'all like any of those particular people retweet or like share the podcast on their pages so now I'm gonna have to make, send a few text messages when we get done for real for real um, but they tell me they like it a lot um Armani the other day. Shares. And we were in a store and someone was like, Hey, I know you from the podcast. <laughs> they hit Armani with that. So No um, way. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking I mean, hey. it was, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to the GameStop in Lancaster. <laughs> so, ah. <laughs> you take it away as soon as you give it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But, Anyway, exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. So like, share, subscribe. Uh, shout out to all of our followers on Instagram. The gram is popping. Appreciate it. Um, follow us on Twitter at House of Blurs. You can check out the website is houseofblurs.com. That has links to our Patreon and to our uh, PayPal. If you want to, you know. Drop a dollar donation. You know, let us know that you appreciate what we're doing. Um, we'll look into that whole video thing. We might end up having to do that and do it as like some some little special for the Patreon people and subscribers. So, we'll see what we're going to do with that there. Um, I'll put y'all young people on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, until next time, we'll be back um, next week with Another, there will be spoilers. Kind of staggering these. So, yeah. Well, until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. <laughs>